When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. In the year 2019, what would you say you splurge on? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What do you splurge on? I splurge on all sorts of stuff, and we'll get to that in just a moment, but I want to tell you where this came from. By yeah. the way, 651-641-1071, what do you splurge uh, on? And um, this comes from a story in USA Today that says, you don't need that. Average American spends almost $18,000 a year on non-essentials. Now, technically, this list is non-essential items. But the way they frame it, they're saying you're wasting this money. Right. That you're wasting $18,000 a year on average. I also appreciate uh, the fact that they will decide for me whether or not things are essential. Right. Well, to that point, Colleen, and this is why I think, you know, non-essential or splurge are very subjective terms. Exactly. Because, for example, on this list of things they say we splurge on and we are wasting our money on, personal grooming. $94. Um, The average American spends $94 a month on personal grooming. I what part about that. that is, is non-essential? That like, like soap and like uh, I'm assuming what they're what they mean is getting your hair did, which I would just like to point out that if we didn't, we'd all look right. like a bunch of cave people. Yeah, I actually think that might be essential. Also, like personal grooming, does that include getting your bikini done? Yeah, or like I don't know, just other hygienic things that we take part in. Like what? I'm thinking about all of the like facial like stuff, maybe teeth brushing, plucked and pleased. I mean, t- okay, <laughs> tweezed and plucked. Yeah, just all of that stuff. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, so they they say that, and then they say cable. On average, we spend about ninety dollars, which I th- feel like that's a very two thousand and two uh, phrasing of what I think they're saying is TV. You know, like however you get your TV, right? But again, I wouldn't say that that's a splurge or that that is like if you cut that you should cut that out because again, the whole frame of this conversation is like, what are you splurging on that you could save money on? And I could give you a bunch of things. I think streaming services, to be fair, oh yeah, I, I there are too many that I pay for that I don't need. Right, I have my essential stream. You know, where I get my basic. TV from right, uh, which is a streaming service, but it's about $35 a month plus tax. That seems reasonable, right? That doesn't seem like a splurge. You need some kind of connection to the outside world, unless you, of course, listen to, you know, a radio station that's not ours. Um, and, you know, you shun television. Um, 
which you're certainly entitled to do. But I think for most people, that's not a splurge. That's just like a utility. Right. 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 I mean, you will hear like, get an antenna and then you can watch free TV. I mean, that's fine if you want your TV sure. to be generally crap. But I think as a general rule. <laughs> I'm just saying true. you want no a lot of choices. Zone. That's all I'm saying. You yeah. want more choices. I think, you know, a basic cable membership. Uh, you know, whatever it is, I think that's like pretty, pretty normal. Also in this list is coffee. The average American no. spends $20 a month on coffee. I don't feel like that's a splurge slash over expense or non-essential expense. I'm, coffee is very much an expense. That's that is like required. an insurance plan. Yes. Like without the hot bean water, <laughs> we have no idea what's going to happen. Amen. Mm. Hot you bean need, water. That's a thing that we need. That's a thing. Also, they say online shopping. Uh, the average American spends about $84 on online shopping. Okay, if by that you mean like the dumb things that I buy at 2 a.m. when I'm strolling through my phone because I can't sleep, okay. But I think online shopping generally in the year 2019 is just the way we buy stuff. I mean, that I don't, I can't. I I would say probably 95% of my purchases happen online. Yeah. Truly. So I don't feel like that's non-essential. Right. I'm buying essential items. Right. Online. online. Like I get my toilet paper online. I, I said streaming that services. That is essential. Colleen, um, what for you do you think is an actual splurge? An actual splurge in my life. Now, I would say, like, when when you listed coffee, and by the way, 651-641-1071, what do you splurge on? Um, When you said coffee, I thought, okay, well, maybe, like, the occasional proofy coffee that I get is a little bit of a splurge item. I mean, I'm sure that you could take a step back and look at my life and point out to me 7,000 other splurge items. But I do think about that because that's not a normal purchase for me. To me, splurge says something that you don't normally do that you know you're spending extra money on when you don't actually need to. Uh, We've got Charles on the line. Let's talk to Charles. Hi, Charles. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good. How are you, Charles? Team Cobra. Yay. All All right. I splurge on my DJ equipment, and my girlfriend. Oh. Okay, tell us more. Okay, well, my DJ equipment, like uh, microphones, like the ones you guys use in the studio, the Shure 385 or whatever yep. it is. You want the good kind. Yes, exactly. And then my girlfriend, well, when I want her to dress, I want her to look good. So oh. I kind of splurge on, on that stuff. So You like to buy her nice outfits to wear. Exactly. Okay. That you know, doesn't... You know and that not yoga, and not yoga pants either, with an alligator in it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> referencing yesterday's crazy, stupid idiot. Yes, no, thanks, right. Charles. Thanks, Charles. <laughs> he likes to buy nice things for his lady. I think I think that's a worthy splurge, yeah. right? But still, that would be a splurge for sure. Right. Like buying, you know, your partner clothing items. I will say that I have been known to splurge on a vacation, um, just sort of like upgrading it a little oh, bit to I make do. it more vacation I do that all the time. I, right? It's a constant point of contention in our home because I'm like, it's called vacation for a reason. Yeah, you really... This is the time when you spend the money that you don't have on things that you're never going to have again. So just enjoy it. Yes. Be grateful. Uh, we've got Chris on the line. And by the way, 651-641-1071. What do you splurge on? Hi, Chris. Hi. What do you splurge on? 
I splurge on a lady that comes and cleans my house. Uh, yes. Yes. Do it. I work, I work road construction and I work 50 to 60 hours a week. Plus we farm. So oh my, my gosh. <laughs> Once a month I have a lady that comes in and, you know, scrubs my floors, cleans my bathroom. I clean in between times, but I mean, she comes in and does a real thorough cleaning. We don't go out to eat. I quit cable. It's just something that I like to come home to a nice, clean house. And that's the one you just, oh. you're not going to let go of. Thank you, Chris. Oh, every penny. I get it. I, I I wholeheartedly agree. I I do not, I have in the past splurged on that. I have a constant internal battle about that. I do not currently have that splurge in Why my life. Why do you have a constant battle about that? Because I... Um, you think it's wasteful? I No, I have, I get very... Um, I have shoulds around that. Like I should be able to keep my house tidy and clean. Uh, you need to stop shoulding all Trust over yourself. Trust me, I. That's part of the problem. Uh, <clears throat> there's, yeah. Nope. I'm not even going to try it. Okay, we've got Chad on the line. Finally, Chad. Hello. Hello. Now, what do you splurge on, Chad? Um, bath bombs, and not the cheap kind that you get at like TJ Maxx and more, like the twelve dollar ones from Lush, and so it's like a twelve dollar bath. Oh, oh, that's kind of nice. Very relaxing. That sounds very relaxing. What is the, yeah. Like, what's the difference between a twelve dollar bath? You can bomb? like tell the difference. I mean, the the like TJ Maxx and more ones are made in China, and you, they like feel all chemically. But the lush ones are like homemade, vegan, using the best materials. So you could eat um, them. You eat, you, do you eat them? No, <laughs> I would not recommend eating them. Um, but they're definitely well worth the the three to four times the price. I go into like once every two months and spend two hundred dollars on that. Wow! And like, oops, sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he's probably spending money on stuff you don't want. Exactly. So. Yeah, very, very true. That's how it works. Thanks for your call, Chad. Thanks, okay. Chad. Well, here's the thing. It turns out that if moms actually got paid for their job, they could afford all the splurge items. Oh, please. Trust me. <laughs> I'll tell you all about it <laughs> after this on my talk one zero seven one. Do you have any idea mm. how much money moms would make if they got paid for the job that they oh, do as a mother? It's about time, America. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, I'm not gonna lie to you. We get a story like this every single year right before Mother's Day, and it is Working my last nerve. Listen, I'm telling you, you getting on my last nerve. Colleen and Bradley present Working My Last Nerve. You are stepping on my last nerve. Okay, so I know that you're probably like, hold on a second. She's a mom, and she's going to tell us why uh, the story that tells her how much she should be making momming is working her last nerve. Right? I'm a little bit of an outlier on this one. I don't think so. Okay. No, because I feel like it's just lazy, first oh. of all, because it boils moms down to these like homemaky, uh, whiny bitches who just, you know, can't be satisfied unless they were paid for what they actually were. I like, I get what you're totally saying. And I think a lot of people can relate to that, is my point. Okay. So here's this is the actual like, research that's being released this year again this study is commissioned every single year in advance of mother's day and some brand wants to capitalize on it so this was a survey of 2000 american moms with school-aged children between the ages of 5 and 18 and this study was commissioned by ready campbell's well yes sipping soups 
what? because they want moms to sip on the go. Yeah. They're so busy. Just exactly. sip that soup, bitch. Uh, here's, here's a couple things. <laughs> Here's a couple things uh, that they have gained from the survey of 2000 moms uh, that moms have a lot of roles in their lives. Coach, meal planner, professional cuddler, just to name a few of the 15 commonly reported job titles that moms hold. Okay, All right. Again, mom just sort of encompasses all those things. But you may be wondering How much money would a mom make for all of those jobs that she does if she actually got paid for it? Well, this study says that a mom would earn a whopping $100,000 per year if they were paid for the 97 hours a week that they parented. Okay, so that's a a fascinating math experiment that somebody did to add up the things. Do you see my first fatal flaw? Moms spend 97 hours. Your first fatal flaw was deciding to do a show with me, but your second fatal flaw. Well, it's not mine. It's theirs. Okay, hold on. I got to do math really quick. Okay, seven days a week times 24, 168 hours a week. I am a mom. Because I'm never not a mom. Yeah. I'm always the mom. Yeah. And here it says moms spend 97 hours a week parenting. Nope. I'm parenting all the time. You know, even when I sleep, parenting. Yeah. Because I'm it, a parent. Also, can I just say what this is doing to you and moms everywhere? Making me, me crazy. Let me mom explain this to I you. I wish you would. <laughs> all this is doing, this is an effort to make you feel like... Your life is miserable, and therefore you need to buy something in order to feel less miserable. That's exactly what this is, because you are now, you have just been, a brand has just confronted you with how sad and um, pathetic your life really is, which I'm not saying it is, but that's that's what they want you to think, and then you're like, okay, well... I'm just going to sit down and have some soup. Some sipping soups. I don't even need a spoon for no, it. That's what I think is frustrating about it is it's it, it is it, in it. It's one of those things where it's like trying to tell you how much you're actually worth, but it actually makes you feel worthless. And it also boils down what being a parent is to a job, which that is not the same thing. Precisely. It, parenthood is not a job. If you see it as a job, you're going to want to leave it at right. some point. But when you're a parent, you're always a parent. Exactly. So, also, do you think that they're going to do a similar study where they tell dads how much they would earn parenting? No. If they got paid to parent? No, but to be fair, that's because um, that's not a market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, price line. To right. sell because they're not selling to men. That's what I'm because saying. Because they don't need men to buy things by feeling insecure because instead for men, what they're going to do is appeal, appeal to their ego right. to get them to spend money. And that's kind of exactly what I'm yeah. saying is like, this is nothing more than a manipulation. Yeah. Uh, and to think of it as anything other than that. Is a I, mistake. I feel like stories like this are just woefully um, set up to make you just feel miserable about yourself. And and again, because I just think of like, I think of my mom. My mom didn't have this conversation. No. With, like she was not, conf- I, and, you know, she had her own conversations. Like for her, I think in that generation, it was like, you're basically a horrible person for not being near your child. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you're, you're never going to win. That right? conversation still happens as yeah. well. Well, so. and I'm saying it's just like, there is a message. Yep. There's a different message, but the message she, she didn't have was like, um, you know, I am inadequate. Like I, she, it did not make her job as mom out to be a job. Right. It, she was a mom. Right. Who had a job. Right. And for her, I guess maybe it was like trying to do all the things like she had to, you know, come home, bring home the bacon and still be attractive for a man who can't be bothered to do anything but sit in the recliner and not do dishes after the meal. I'm going to move over <laughs> here and actually read the messaging that came along with this study from uh, our friends Sip and at Sip and Sloops. With the amount of time moms spend taking care of their children, it's no surprise that they're giving up time for themselves. Taking time to eat nutritious foods is something we all know is important. Uh, like but the, for on the like, go like parents, free time, moms in particular, it can feel honey, impossible. Like, Conley, let me ask you. Yeah. With your free time, are you just looking for a chance to sit down and sip some soup? That's exactly. How did you know? Are you too busy to eat food that's with utensils? Thank you. That's what it basically, it's like... My life's so busy. I can't be bothered with forks. I'm and just going to use my lips. All I can do is just drive the carpool and sip that soap. <laughs> well, yes, sipping soups comes in five different flavors. Blended for your enjoyment. By I the mean, way, I'm sure they're perfectly delightful. <laughs> I'm not saying they're not great. I'm just saying don't insult me yeah. to try to get me to buy your... Just tell me how good your dumb soups are yeah, and I'll buy them. I might or I might not. I got to make choices. All right. When we come back on the Colleen yeah, and Bradley to, show. You have to make all the choices because you're a man. <laughs> but I don't get paid for them. Uh, Lord and Lady D-Bag after this. Hi. Hi. We've got some dumb celebrities we got to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show. Thank My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, we call those celebrities behaving badly. D-Bag! There it is. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Um, Lindsay Lohan is my D-Bag for the day. Why? Why? Because she's Lindsay? Well, yes, most days. Mm-hmm. But because she dissed somebody uh, at the Met Gala? Okay. So she was on social media because that's how she lives her life these days. She doesn't actually go do things because she's She's kind of in celebrity uh, purgatory. uh, What do we call that? Island. Go away. Oh, Go away. Island. Yeah. And um, she took issue with Zendaya's Met Gala outfit. The Cinderella situation. Yeah. The Zach. Was it? No, it was Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah, it was an illuminated blue Tommy Hilfiger ball gown that Zendaya wore. 
uh, on Monday to the Met Gala and it lit up. It was like very, you know, it was a thing. I mean, it wasn't any better or worse than anybody else, yeah. frankly. Okay. Yeah. It had a but scene. Lindsay Lohan was, was. was not amused. And so she immediately wrote in a comment to a photo of Zendaya, quote, uh, Claire Danes did that with Zach Posen already. Uh, okay. So she went after Zendaya, which I would just like to remind celebrities who think they can know better. You don't want to come for Zendaya. Right. Uh, do you remember a lady by the name of Rance? What's her name? Rancid? Juliana Rancic. Juliana Rancic. Yeah. Remember that? Her career kind of went rancid. She does not have a job. Yeah. Because she went after Zendaya. So, um, <laughs> specifically her hair. In this case, her fashion. So did Lilo, or uh, so did Lindsay Lohan. And Lindsay Lohan wasn't happy enough to just leave it at that by saying, eh, Claire Danes said that already. She then addressed Danes directly. Oh, by adding to pull her. her in. Yeah, like, Claire Danes, <gasps> you wore this dress beautifully. I, I don't know. This is just Lindsay Lohan is a mess. Quote, I don't know why someone thinks they can be more chic ever. Wow. So I don't know what she thought she Rudy was doing. Tuesday. But like, she's like creating drama for nothing. Like, what is the point of this? Are you trying to start something between Zendaya and Claire Dane? Also, the- for the for the record, uh, Claire Danes wore a beautiful powder blue ball gown style dress that was sort of a nod to Cinderella. Not like a full-blown light-up knockoff Cinderella gown. Yeah. I feel so, like Lindsay Lohan is like, I'm going to I'm gonna comment on all the fashions for you know, Met Gala. She's the person, if she works in your office, she would be the person who would be not doing their job, <laughs> but going from desk to desk and being like, did you hear what so-and-so said about such and such? And then like, engaging you in that conversation. To spread I don't rumors, gossip, but, but, and then tells you the whole thing. And then... She takes that information, still not doing her job, goes back to the other desk of the other person she was just talking about. You wouldn't believe. You want to know what such and such and so and so said about you? Oh my gosh. That's Lindsay Lohan. Oh, totally. She's the B list celebrity version, you know, of Sandy at your office. I'd like to. Sorry to all Sandys. (laughs) I'd like to sprinkle a little, uh, another layer. Onto this story. Please sprinkle a layer. And the reason why Lindsay Lohan is specifically dragging Zendaya. So, we, oh, go, go ahead. So, Lindsay Lohan has been noted for her thirst yeah. regarding a particular role mm-hmm. that Disney. is coveted in Hollywood. And that Disney. would be, yeah, exactly. Disney, as Bradley said. Yeah. The uh, Wee Little Mermaid. Yes. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan is desperate to play Ariel in a live-action version of The Little Mermaid. So desperate, in fact, that even today she put a split screen of herself on Instagram next to a photo of Ariel. Now get this. Do you remember? Rumors were swirling late last year that Zendaya was cast as the lead. Oh my God, she oh. is such a, a live bitch. Action <laughs> I'm sorry, but reboot of to... The Little Mermaid. She is just... 
Okay. Now, of the rumors that Zendaya was going to be starring in a live-action reboot of The Little Mermaid, she said that it's just a rumor, yeah. But it doesn't mean that her people weren't but talking Lindsay's to Disney. But Lindsay's coming for her, yeah. Basically, and oh, and, and in such a delightfully trashy, like low rent way, right? Like if you're yeah. a celebrity who actually wants to destroy Zendaya, you don't do it by commenting backhanded on somebody's Instagram account. You do it the you way sent, that all the other celebrities yeah, do. You, you, you know, hire an agent who somebody will help you smear to that To try person. to sleep with that person and get photographs yeah, and you. then send them a photograph in a manila envelope and say, I see you, bitch. Do we have to do everything for you? Jeez. By the way, celebrities call me. I'll give you some ideas. Also, who was... Why am I drawing a blank on... Oh, it was Joey Lawrence who wanted to be Batman. Oh, yeah. And Nick Jonas. And Nick Jonas. I feel like they all need to get together and make their own, like, Batman. Superhero trailer no, to, like, like convince No, the... like a Batman Little Mermaid movie Mash so up. that they can all play the parts that they want to play. And we'll just all enjoy it. Will we? <sighs> no. All right. I've got a D-bag for you. Who's your D-bag? Ooh, day two. Of Madonna as D-Bag. Oh, no. Why? Okay. Okay. So she was asked. To, okay. For the record, she was asked to comment okay. on the HBO documentary Leaving Neverland. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so she did comment on the HBO documentary Leaving Neverland because she was asked. So I I want to point that out just because I want to be clear. Madonna didn't like have a press conference about <laughs> her comments on yeah. Leaving Neverland. She this was, was yeah, she was asked. However, it's what she said that ugh. um because again, for those of you who don't know, Leaving Neverland, the HBO documentary about uh Wade Robson and James Safechuck two men who claim to have been victims of of a long-standing relationship with Michael Jackson and of molestation, okay? She says, Madonna, that is, I don't have the lynch mob mentality. So in my mind, people are innocent until they're proven guilty. I've had a thousand accusations hurled at me that are not true. So my attitude when people tell me things about people is, can you prove it? Pause. Any reaction to that yet, anyone? Um, I mean, I, I've I've got things to say. Shall I go on and yeah. then you'll save yeah, them yeah. up for the end? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then she was asked uh, how she would, what she would interpret as proof of Michael Jackson's guilt, mm. and Madonna said, "I don't know. I haven't seen the film, but I guess it would be people recounting actual events." But then again, you know, of course, people sometimes lie. Yeah. Okay. So I always say, what's the agenda? What do people want out of this? Are there people asking for money? Is there some kind of extortion thing happening? I would take all those things into consideration. Thoughts? Yes, I have many thoughts. Thanks. But the first thing I want to say is these are just dumb. St- this is a dumb statement. It's uh, She sounds uninformed or sounds like she can't be bothered to actually like have a thoughtful opinion about it. Right, especially in which case, take into account she just she said I haven't seen it. Yeah. In which case she should have just said I haven't seen it and I don't have anything to say about it. Mm-hmm. It's Madonna. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have you met Madonna before? No, but I know Madonna of her. is concerned with herself and so what you notice about that statement is she is crafting her response to deal with her own reality. Mm-hmm. And she even says 
I've had thousands of accusations hurled at me that are not true. So my attitude when people say things about me is, can you prove it? You know, and so I think she's just trying to make a point about her and not being thoughtful. I think if you said, Madonna, are you questioning? Like, are you saying that these guys are lying? Because, again, you haven't seen it. I think she would be smart enough to say, yeah, no, I, I, I can't. I don't think she can help herself. When given the opportunity to make the story about herself. Ah, uh, okay. You see what yes, I'm saying? Yes, I do. Because I'm sure she, like a lot of people that were close to Michael Jackson in some way, have opinions about this issue. Right. That they are not comfortable sharing in public. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I would just ask for her to maybe try to be more thoughtful when she opens her trap. But at the end of the day, I will say this. She is basically us. How so? In the last uh, segment of her statement, Uh so I always say, what's the agenda? Uh, What do people want out of this? Are there people asking for money? Is there some kind of extortion thing happening? I mean, again, with this particular issue, I could give you reasons why I don't think that's the case. Yeah. But generally speaking, I'm here for people that are like, Okay, What's actually what do you going have on to there? get out of this yeah. situation? But no. again, that's not to excuse away her comments, because again, they're just uninformed. I think the part that I struggle with is when people say, well, where's the proof? Well, yeah, what proof do you want? Yeah, I mean... Other than what the words that came out of those people's mouths. And what proof could there be, you know, yeah. if you really are thinking about the nature of the allegations, what proof... Would there be? I think if this is a generic, large, overarching, broad statement, but generally speaking, when celebrities comment on Michael Jackson, you are hearing what they are saying about themselves. Right. right. You are not hearing what they actually think as an impartial individual. Mm-hmm. What Which, I mean by that is they're thinking about the times that they've been accused of something that's not true, and they will bend over backwards to like give an out so that because they're afraid that somebody will come out and say something Mm -hmm. about them. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're putting themselves in Michael Jackson's shoes, which is really dumb because again, the question was, what was the actual question? Uh, She was just asked on her thoughts about leaving Neverland. Uh, Are you uh, or are you talking about the second part of the question? No, I was just curious, like what the like how they actually framed the question to her. I don't I you know, I actually don't know exactly how they framed it, but it was in a longer form uh, because she could have just said British Vogue. She could have literally just said, um, I don't I don't have any opinion about it. But, you know, she's doing a piece in British Vogue. If she just says I don't have any opinion about it. Instead, she's going to make it about her. And that, I think, is something that all celebrities will inevitably do. They can't help themselves because they're so caught up in their own reality. Like, well, I have to be very thoughtful about how I say this, because if something were to come out about me, I need to be able to, you know, have some credible little. Right. It's just that's too much work. But I'd rather stick to the kind of work like watch the dumb thing and then have some opinions about. Right. Uh, I'd rather stick to the work that we do so well, which is to be suspicious of everything. Mm -hmm. Specifically, uh, there's some more news that TMZ is reporting about Britney Spears and yet another legal battle that apparently her camp is going to find themselves embroiled in. Wow. Um, But but we got to get to the bottom of this. So we're going to have to get the Cobra gang together after this on My Talk 107.1. Well, there has been an update in this uh, story since we 
first discovered it, a story about Britney Spears being reported on TMZ. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. I have a feeling that this might actually yield some more questions, but when we have a mystery to solve, we gather the Cobra Gang. Whenever there's trouble, when they're on the double, Okay, so I'm going to just lay out some points here for you, and then we're going to try to try to untangle this. So the headline this morning that I saw on TMZ, um, which we've been following the free Britney movement and and what's been going on with Britney Spears Mm -hmm. uh, since it began. And TMZ certainly has been covering it. This was the headline I saw. Britney Spears. I need protection from ex-manager. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'd like to hear more about that. Well, the ex-manager in question is Sam Lutfi. And I don't know if you remember this from, you know, the early 2000s, but... He, I mean, he really was, many believed, very instrumental in that infamous uh, time of her life where she ended up shaving her head and using the umbrella to bash out the windows of a car, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that was the time period that Sam Lutfi was part of her life and part of her management team. Well, this is what TMZ is reporting, is that Sam Lutfi uh, is um, part of what is making Britney Spears' mental health be at risk because he's harassing her parents and part of what is stirring up the fans. So she, Britney Spears, uh, has been requesting protection from Sam Lutfi via a restraining order, which she um, filed against him yesterday in L.A. County Superior Court. According to the docs, they uh, documents. They also allege that Lynn Spears, her mother, uh, has been um, was offered one thousand dollars by Sam Lutfi to disrupt and take over the conservatorship, which is another storyline that has been happening. That that Lynn Spears is asking to also have access to some of the mental health. Records of her daughter. Yeah, lots of twists and turns. There's so many odd turns, but here's the update. And then we got to get our Cobra gang on. As of 11.47 a.m. Pacific time today, a judge granted the restraining order. And Sam Lutfi must stay 200 yards away from Britney Spears and must not make any disparaging statements about her. Okay. Okay. 
Any thoughts? What do you what, like? So, what's your question? Well, see, now it seems to be quite null and void. Mm-hmm. But my, I had some questions about this because of the way it was being posed by TMZ, based on our prior position that Jamie Spears, the father of Britney Spears and her conservator, was possibly feeding stories to TMZ to make us think that everybody else was responsible for whatever is happening with Britney Spears and not the conservatorship. Yeah. To sort of like throw off the attention, which very well may be true because here's what I would say. I feel like it's pretty easy to get a restraining order, especially if you're a you know celebrity in Hollywood who has uh, a bunch of people behind her yeah. that can file paperwork and do things. Um, it's just crossing T's and dotting I's. But you'll remember also the Sam Lutfi business. She addressed that. Britney did directly when she finally spoke publicly. Right. So when she did that Instagram video, which was the first time we really heard from her after she was released from this um, mental health hospital that she had checked herself into, allegedly, she said something about Sam Lutfi in that video, something about emails that he had been forging and making look like they came from her. But see, the interesting thing is if you're going to be a conspiracy theorist, or at least you're going to not necessarily trust the word of uh, her dad, that is the conservatorship around Britney Spears, you'll remember there are two things. One was the video that she posted, and then there are the words that went along with it. And the video that she posts doesn't talk anything about Sam Lutfi. But in the words that were posted with the video, she says, I wanted to say hi because things that are being said have just gotten out of control. Wow. There's rumors, death threats to my family and my team, and just so many things, crazy things being said. Just so many things, crazy things being said. I am trying to take a moment for myself, but everything that's happening is just making it harder for me. Don't believe everything you read and hear. These fake emails, here's the part about Sam, Uh these fake emails everywhere were crafted by Sam Lutfi years ago. I did not write them. He was pretending to be me and communicating with my team with a fake email address. My situation is unique, but I promise I'm doing what's best at the moment. You may not know this about me, but I'm strong, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so my point is, like, anybody could be manufacturing this as an attempt by him to create all this drama. Like, Sam is the bad guy. Sam is the scapegoat. Um, And meanwhile, the conservatorship is just trying to keep Britney safe versus, you know, it's the conservatorship. Right. What you're That's so, causing the stress and the drama and the trauma, right? So what you're saying is, it, it, like, either in either case, there could be truth to it, but but it's or there's not. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm what I'm saying is that I, I don't deny the possibility that the conservatorship is creating a story about Sam Lutfi to serve their own purposes, and that the that the restraining order being granted doesn't necessarily prove or disprove anything. I don't think so. Yeah. That's a good point. In any case, I just think when when you look at the fact that TMZ clearly has a perspective on this and clearly wants it to look as though everything is fine, nothing to see here, right? Like they, she's well, struggling, but it's not because of the conservatorship. Okay, so this gets really complicated. I'm sure for the listeners, like, I don't know what's going on. What's going on? Who is Who's the bad guy? Here's the thing. TMZ serves a purpose, and I think their purpose is to sell a message. And it's usually the message of the people 
uh, that they're, you know, talking about. That is the celebrities themselves. Right. So whatever message TMZ pretends to be giving you about behind the scenes, you know, they'll be like, an insider says blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't trust that they have actual insiders calling them. Now, they may be uh, doing that to some degree, but for the most part, they are just working at the behest of the celebrities because that's the access point. That's where they get information from. So I would be prone to be suspect of anything that TMZ is putting out as a, you know, like the truth about what's really going on. Well, to add to that, and Holly made this point off the air. Uh, Britney Spears can't, wouldn't be able to make the decision to file a restraining order in the no, first place. it would be exactly. a conservatorship. Exactly. Yeah. When we come back, we're going to talk to a local comedian about... Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a 7-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.